Hello everybody, thank you so much for joining and it's an honor to have you all here and I'm very glad that you're here. So good morning, good evening, namaste, hola, bonjour and marabban. This is Namya Joshi, your host for the day. Welcome to the episode 25 of the podcast, Each One Teach 10, an amazing world of STEM, an inspiring venture where we'll be discussing that STEM is part of every day for every kid. We also will learn together how to build a STEM culture. Well, time flies and it just seems like yesterday that I started my first episode and now I'm very happy that it is is the silver jubilee of my podcast, the episode 25. So it has to be an episode with a student and a teacher. So let me invite the person who also gave me the intro to my podcast, Miss Neha Segal. So let's have her here. Hi, Damia. How are you? Good evening. How are you? I'm good. How are you, ma'am? I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm looking forward to uh, this podcast. I I guess I've I've been uh, with you along this journey and I'm totally loving it uh, being here as a part of your uh, podcast. Thank you for having me here. Thank you so much, ma'am. And I love it when you're here and when you're interacting with all of us and with me. Thank you so much, Vita. So let me also give you an intro about who Ms. Neha Segal is. So she is head junior school at Satpal Mittal School, Lodhiana, Punjab in India. She has made innumerable contributions in the field of education. Emotional, passion-driven, and full of ideas, her greatest gift is the ability to spark the potential in every student and to inspire the teachers to see it too. Her true powers lie in learning, to take consistent daily action to create her future envisions. So how are you doing today? Oh, I'm, 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 I'm very good and I'm excited to be here. I mean, it has, it's my dream come true to be featured in your podcast. Uh, thank you so much, ma'am. So our audience here have joined us. We have seven viewers right, right now live watching us and we'll be having more soon. So we would love to know more about you and about the work you're doing, ma'am. Uh, well, uh, my journey uh, started uh, 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 with my education as I've, I, I've done my graduation and my master's from Punjab University, Chandigarh. Then I did my uh, bachelor's in education and then I did my CELTA certification course from the University of Cambridge. Then uh, by grace of God, Satpal Mittal School happened to me. I joined as a teacher and a facilitator of English and slowly, slowly, uh, it's been almost a journey of 13 years of learning, of uh, sharing, of uh, growing and evolving. Now, uh, as the head of the junior school, it's almost been four years. And apart from being the head of the junior school and I, uh, at the helm of the affairs of leading my junior school team, I also am a, a, a very passionate animal rights activist and an environmentalist. And I feel that it is very important for all of us to understand that uh, uh, we have taken you know that this this earth and all the bounties that we have we have uh, you know borrowed it from the earth and we should and we should uh, we have no right to uh, plunder it ruthlessly as the way we are doing and we mm-hmm. must respect this earth and all the denizens on this earth be it uh, the tiniest of the species you know uh, to the uh, in the hierarchy of the uh, till, to to the human as a matter of fact so it is very important that we are compassionate, we are kind, and I feel that's my life mantra to be uh, of any 
um, help or uh, to anybody as a matter of fact uh, right from the tiniest of being to the uh, the most evolved organism on this uh, face of the earth that's so lovely to hear and that just tells me that you're very humble and down to earth and i've seen that in your personality as well which is what i love about you ma'am and like Thank the you. way you've been working about animal activism and about the environment is the best thing according to me because i believe that uh, we won't be able to do the things that we're doing today and uh, be online interacting with people bringing out different startups and all if we don't have a specific environment to live in people speak about different things that we should not pollute the environment but i believe that it is very important to act on ground and that's what you do you save animals you work for the environment and that's so lovely to hear thank you beta so let's start with the questions for you so my first question uh, is ma'am that in the post pandemic era what do you think will be the greatest challenge that the educators have faced well for me i feel uh, there are a lot of challenges which are lined up if i envision them in, uh, you know one of the important uh, challenge i feel is the, the learning gaps you know the need of the r is to understand you know that what gains the students have made as well as the things they've not learned and and we strategize and, and you know work upon you know where where we can take moments to see where the students are lacking and what kind of support we need to give this pandemic has uh, probably you know uh, Uh, the children have lost the momentum and the motivation that they require uh, because of the pandemic so it is very important that this as the education system with this crisis we rethink our education practices and we reinforce uh, uh, viable solutions and sustainable solution with respect to the education system also so that it's just not a pandemic uh, 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 you know becomes as a wake up call but uh, we are able to sustain these solutions which will uh, be viable in the longer run plus obviously uh, apart from this also is the social emotional health of the children because it has this uh, it has pandemic has a huge uh, mental strain on the students where their social skills have suffered they've been cooped up in their houses you know there have been a lot of uh, 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 in complexes also with the kids have gone through so we need to kind of work on the social emotional health also so that they able to come out of this uh, 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 pandemic uh, Uh, experience more uh, 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 healthy uh, in the sense of mentally also and they able to handle with resilience also they able to handle all the uncertainties probably the future might throw right that's truly agreeable because uh, it's not just that we need to uh, make solutions and then forget about it it needs to be like a long run one because this situation is not just going to end in one day exactly. and like covid says goodbye and not going to be there from tomorrow Absolutely. it has to be like a gradual process and we need to work like together because we're mm-hmm. going to come out the situation if we think as we as not and not as me so it is very important to think as we and when we talk about social and emotional learning i think that's very vital because uh we have seen so many mental health issues these uh during the covid-19 pandemic and it used it basically became like if i said something to you that can uh, overpower you you will not be able to come out of it because that's how our mental health had a, like such a big drop down and it is very vital also to make the children, children comfortable so that they can stand up on their own feet and come back to normal yeah i absolutely agree with you on that 
Right, ma'am. So I want to ask you that what career, civic actions, or life skills do you think literature and language studies best support? Well, if I talk about literature uh, and language, you know, it is the food of the mind and I think so the mirror of the society. So you take up any career as a matter of fact, be it a lawyer, be it a bureaucrat, be it a businessman, if you're looking at, there, there are a couple of aspects which we will always require and that you can learn through is language and literature. If I talk about the four C's, creativity, collaboration, critical thinking and communication, these are very important aspects. And what better uh, than literature and language that can help you to uh, nurture all these four C's? Four C's. So, uh, so if you look at uh, uh, creativity and critical thinking, when we uh, read a, a piece of literature, as a matter of fact, and we critically analyze it, why this happened, how this happened. You know, if you go through a piece of literature and understand about the author's, author's point of view also, you know, what are we looking at? We are looking at analyzing the situation. We are looking at critically thinking and, you know, how the things have gone wrong and how we can draw inferences, analyze and, 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 and bring plausible solutions. And for, as a matter of for any profession, you know, they, uh, you know, you have to work on kind of creating viable solutions, as I already told you, through and, and literature and language becomes very important. Even when you talk about uh, uh, civic actions, as a matter of fact, for careers. So when we, uh, 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 literature is a mirror of the society. You know, if I talk about our independence of our country or if I talk about the French Revolution, if I talk about the Nazi era, where do we get all the information from? We get a lot of aspects from it, from the literature at that time. All right. So right. In, invariably, invariably, for all the professions and all the skills which are nurtured and which are required, as a matter of fact, the four C's become the game changer for any any uh, uh, native of 21st century to kind of not only survive, but thrive also. So language and literature becomes that bridge probably for them to develop these skills and, and prosper in the respective careers that they choose. Right, ma'am. Also, like, I truly love that sentence, that food of the mind and mirror of the society. That's truly, like, amazing. And that uh, depicts the entire, it just makes a summary of language and literature and how they matter in our lives and also in society. And forces, that's the most important thing, because uh, I think that the skills that we learn are always going to go forever in life, like in the growing uh, days, when we learn anything, uh, and that's going to go ahead in our, with, our, uh, with us for a life forever. And uh, it's quite important to analyze before we take any solution so that we can check that what went wrong there and how could I fix that? Was there any other solution to that? And how could I change the perspective to make it become a better version of the solution that I created before? And the literature, like I think uh, uh, you said about the French Revolution and the independence and how it talks about history. So like even history revolves around literature. Absolutely, I think uh, history without literature would not be history at all because yeah. uh, we all depend upon the literary resources. And that's like the most interesting part for me when I'm learning history. So I remember uh, you, when you worked for your, um, uh, I am uh, for your, uh, I think so. You had that UNESCO model United Nations, or probably when you debate on a lot of aspects also. So the literature language probably intertwine itself automatically, you know, with uh, whatever you do, and, and, and that kind of uh, probably justifies also that language and literature are here to stay, and they're very very important as any other skill for our own career and and other and life skills. 
Right, and also personally, uh, I think literature is very interesting on its own. I mean, when we have the beautiful poems and those beautiful like uh, Shakespeare plays and many more things, I love reading those. And like literature has also become one of my favorite subject. That's lovely. That's nice to know <laughs> as an English teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, ma'am. So my next question to you is, what do you do so that students are effectively engaged with what they're learning? So when you make a concerted effort to engage students in their learning, it is uh, they'll be able to focus better. They'll be able to sustain positive environment and retain the material which is learned. And it is a win-win situation for everyone. So how do we engage learners? It, as I remember, Namia, probably this is you, I, I got this uh, aspect from you only that the, it, it, what is important is students' voice and choice. So to engage the students and to learn, you know, it is very important to give them the choice and voice mm -hmm. and uh, uh, to connect with them, uh, teach them. And uh, I mean, we all see we all have a uh, Google uh, the click of the button. You can get everything, you know, to know. But how are you able to connect it with the real life? How are you able to give them the lessons of life, you know? And how are you able to kind of, you know, make it interesting and and uh, you know, uh, uh, meaningful and relevant for the children? That's very very important. Not only that, I also feel that all teachers, as a matter of fact, are, are theater artists. You know, it is very important, and specifically for literature. You know, it's very very important. And with the uh, lot of theater, you add a dash dash of humor in it. It's a it's a it's a deadly combination. So having right. a lot of humor, theater, then you've got you you uh, uh, give. In, your engagement, empowerment, and and you know, trying to hook the interest with fun transitions and um, some trick in the back, you know, out of the hat, you know, all this kind of it creates this 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 very magical portion, you know, of sustaining and engaging learners, where learning is not only fun but it is meaningful also for the children. Right, and that's completely stunning for me that when we have like theater artists as our teachers because like i think <laughs> literature when we have the uh plays going on in the class about the merchant of venice that we've been doing so our teacher is like acting in a way and then explaining that to us and it becomes funny sometimes but it also becomes very engaging for us yeah. because i think i can totally visualize that it's like a visual imagery with me like when my teacher is reading that and she's explaining to us so i can totally imagine what was happening that and yeah it's very important to give so, it, so it's, it's larger than it is larger than life you know and it seems like all the characters have come true in front of you and probably right. you're able to make a, a much more better connection and, mm -hmm. and have a much more better understanding yeah, like we have Antonio and Bassanio, they haven't talked to each other. No, you give me the loan, I'll do this and that. No, you're my friend, why you need to do that? You Don't you trust me? I mean, like that is when you're imagining the entire thing together. So it becomes super fun. Yeah, absolutely. Right. And also, as you mentioned, the student voice and choice. I think giving that to the student is very important because that is a motivation for the child to also do what they want because if the teacher is not giving them both things they quite become like absent-minded and they don't want to like have more interest in the class but when they're given their rights they can do wonders in life and also be, be more engaged in, in the class absolutely absolutely all right so i have a fun question for you and also let uh, also hype up uh, everybody in the chat here <laughs> So can you weave a funny story uh, by if I give you three words like dog, um, hill, and key? 
Well, I uh, now it goes. Uh, I I do remember fondly is when you. I remember we used to kind of do dry runs for some a uh, podcast before, and I had to uh, become that uh, different personalities and have to cook up answers. And it used to be so much of fun. I'll try my level best. Probably I might not just succeed at the way I did. So all right. So this dog named Winnie the Pooh wanted to go to the loo. So he uh, climbed the hill to get the master key. and he was eventually able to succeed with a a uh, lot of happiness and glee that's <laughs> nice. <about> that's so <laughs> short and sweet and short rhyming and sweet. <laughs> that you actually created a poem here that was beautiful yeah see <laughs> right so uh, next come like to our next question Uh, as you also know ma'am that technology has transformed many aspects of how students engage with the learning and so what do you see the greatest opportunity related to technology in language learning see uh, i think so the the time of technology is is round it's right now i mean before pandemic probably we were giving weight to technology but we were not harnessing the power of technology now we've been put in the situation where we are so it is very important that we understand and realize and harness the power of technology which is here to stay and when it comes to language learning uh, there uh, technology offers us uh, so many opportunities you know uh, 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 to learn and to explore and to nurture for example uh, in our school what we uh, do uh, uh, with technology with language skills is we've got list, uh, we use microsoft team for a listening speaking skills we use breakout rooms for uh, brainstorming sessions for group discussions for uh, you know for create uh, for peer uh, you know uh, reviewing and understanding then we've got uh, flipgrid and um, again uh, we've got weekly and flipgrid where kind of features uh, the children uh, voice and work and plus also we've got um, uh, spark and uh, sway where we we've got interactive modules where children, uh, teachers and students interact with each other so it is very important to understand and realize that uh, uh, now is the time like and i think so um, more uh, we will i think so uh, progress with leaps and bounds if we you know firmly uh, uh, you know uh, call, uh, you know take the hand of technology which is here and and not just leave it because there's always this uh, you know uh, uh, this uh, aspect or this thing that could probably happen is that with the pandemic ending and people uh, moving back to normalcy we might just the schools and the, might just go back and revert to the previous practices but we have to realize that we will have to have technology as an enabler which will help us to move from one strength to another when it comes to uh, 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 for language skills development and mastery or for as a matter of fact or anything in the education sector right ma'am and uh, that's uh, like we have mentioned the engagement tools that uh, like has been used for engaging students in the class i think that has been a revolution also because i think this covid-19 pandemic gave us like the entire country a leap of i think around 5 years and if Absolutely. this would not have been there we might have been a little behind but i am so happy that we could take like a big leap and we've come to an equal level and we would love to see india shining at the top someday and we are right now as well and i think taking the hand of technology is uh, the, the best thing that we could do because if we leave hand of technology we might have a downfall and we don't want that because what has covid-19 taught us 
that it's not just we have to go physical or we just have to keep on technology i think interacting with both physical and online is vital absolutely hybrid learning is probably it is the future uh, i think so of education and i feel that uh, and imagine you know you've got so much of power in your hand and so much of awareness and exposure with this uh, technology that uh, sitting at the home you can probably uh, attend the best of the you know uh, lectures the best of the resource person than the universities you know so this this power we has to technology is here to stay and we have to understand and agree and not close our eyes to it and revert back to older practices but enable ourselves and empower ourselves with technology in the future right empowering is very vital and important right so i have a, a few last questions for you that uh, who is your inspiration ma'am inspiration uh, my inspiration uh, uh, my mother is my inspiration uh, i i feel i i, I think uh, uh, for me it's not one particular person probably there are people in my life whose journeys have been a source of inspiration for me people who've come from you know a, a very uh, with lack of facilities you know uh, people who've had uh, you know a, personal uh, challenges uh, you know and people who've got uh, you know a uh, uh, lot of complexes and challenges at home and at uh, other fronts and how they've been able to sum out those challenges and kind of make a mark for themselves so it's not just one particular person but journeys and experiences of people stories of people probably my own school if i look at you know there are many examples of empowering women that i have come to who've had so many challenges at home so many challenges at health front so many challenges when it comes to you know uh, 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 breaking that uh, the uh, you know uh, the the aspects you know which are there which kind of binds you so and so but then i look at them the way they are empowered how they are able to make a change in the life of the children you know how they able to follow their uh, uh, profession with so much of passion and uh, and you know uh, the, all all these journeys all these experiences of people all these uh, uh, it, it's worth emulating for me so it's not one particular person but journeys of all the people around me you know who always who helped me you know to move and, uh, and you know even if i'm down sometime you know even if i feel like to give up i think so all these 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 comes like these sparks of creativity and spark of a uh, positivity for me and they give me this impetus to move ahead right and that's uh, agreeable ma'am like you said that nobody is like having a one path that uh, nobody stands like on the top with just being alone there's so many people behind who are helping them has like the shoulders and the pillars of their life in a building and that's how it stands strong so yeah like that also reminded me of like for example like sign on her wall she was not the one alone she had so many people around her helping her even if she had a downfall she never gave up because of the inspiration of her mother and also everybody around her so i think having good people around you can uh, like change your life so if you have a, some people who give you negative vibes you might have a downfall but if you have like an aura around you which is positive it can take you to heights in life absolutely absolutely true namya i totally agree with you thank you ma'am so uh, i also want to ask you that where can we find you online so audience here can contact you well i'm uh, i'm more active on facebook and instagram and you can find me on facebook uh, 
but i've started to kind of take baby steps when it comes to twitter but i'm sure i'll get active <laughs> soon right. but more on facebook and instagram right thank you ma'am for that and also if i have a permission can i also show some of the comments coming in for us sure 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 definitely okay so we have ms deepin dash hi namya uh, good evening ma'am thank you for joining we have mr deepak bangi thank you so much for joining sir Uh, we have miss navneet thank you so much for joining ma'am then we have miss ashima karbanda thank you so much for joining ma'am once again we have miss rashmi thank you so much for joining ma'am we have mr amrinder pal singh thank you sir for joining and you have a ashima huge huge uh, fan following namya <laughs> thank you ma'am and ashima ma'am says like i think delivering a lecture in the class is like being on stage well i think every teacher here will agree to that and it's being like we are the ones watching a movie absolutely so like, you've got so like, many so many emotions on at one time you are laughing you are crying you are angry you are furious you know there's so many so many emotions a teacher can go through i absolutely agree with ashima right and rashmi ma'am says that a teacher has to play different roles i agree with that we have miss harmeet kaur here and thank you so much for joining ma'am uh, we have uh, riyad thank you so much for joining riyad it's uh, a pleasure to have you here once again and yeah we also have saru ma'am so thank you so much for joining everybody and thank you saru ma'am as well for joining it was lovely to have you all here So before we sign out, I would love to have a message from you, Neha, ma'am, for the audience. Well, uh, my message to the audience is specifically uh, uh, when I talk about uh, the children and the youth. You know, of uh, they are the future. So I have full faith in the power of youth. I have also full faith in the power of STEM, and uh, I also have full faith uh, that youth and when youth combines with the and power of STEM. i think so miracles can happen and uh, and right now i think so if uh, we are all waiting for those miracles to happen the only thing is we you just have to go ahead evolve dream chase your dreams evolve grow learn as much as you can this world is a huge canvas for all of you and uh, paint it with your colors of your creativity innovation you know and th- there's no stopping for you and i uh, just wish that you know the the youth of this country you know kind of values uh, our own country and and is ready to give back to the country also that's very very important and uh, as i already told you uh, we want a, a a sustainable planet because we will not get another chance uh, uh, i firmly believe in it and so if we have this what uh, we have the youth and uh, we have the uh, you know stem which is there and then we have the emotional aspect which comes from your literature and language so all of this kind of joins together i think so will be no stopping for us and uh, we will able to uh, create a thriving and a more sustainable and a more happy place for everybody to live so that's about it uh, believe in the power that you have and uh, believe in uh, action and uh, uh, believe in doing it and believing believe in coexistence that's very very important and realize that you have to give a lot to your country to your nation as the the country has given to you 
like that's a lovely message ma'am and youth does have the power to change the world if they take it in the right direction and that's like a very valid point that our ancestors have given us so much and now it's our time to give them back and bring out different ventures so that we could also give them back in a certain way which could benefit our society and i just have uh, some lines to say for you that i'm not one of those artists who is cemented in one way i'm able to you know make the happy jovial light hearted music too we need that in life too so that's an entire summary of you as a jovial person a light hearted person and a lovely person so thank oh, you so much ma'am for joining thank you. thank you so much thank you for having me here and i absolutely enjoyed uh, this uh, uh, session with you and i hope uh, uh, namya you grow from strength to strength and your mission of each one uh, teach 10 i mean it it kind of uh, create it, it creates ripples of change and i think so more and more people like minded people join you in this mission thank you so much thank you so much ma'am and thank you everybody for joining once again and we'll have the golden jubilee on the 50th episode till then keep on watching the episodes keep on joining and thank you so much once again for joining and listen to this episode i'll see you in the next one till then each one teach 10 have a nice day